I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and try to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Um, I know I constantly need to vent or bounce ideas off somebody or just be heard. You guys need to check out BetterHelp Therapy is, I think, great for everybody personally. Um, If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash too judgy today, and you can get 10% 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash too judgy. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. And it's Courtney from LA. And it is Thursday. And it is Memorial Day weekend. Oh, God, what? I always look forward to Memorial Day weekend. It's such an exciting time. Usually tomorrow at school is the talent show. And they, I love there ain't no talent this year. <laughs> no, they. I think they're sending a virtual talent show. You could submit a video. Oh, and they were going to stream it. That's uh, cute. Or something like that. Um, so... Yeah, talent show, and then and then I like get so excited because I go to Tahoe this weekend, or like you come back and you're like only oh, like two weeks left of school and you're pumped. I don't have that excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like scared for school to finish. I'm like actually kind of excited because like my work gave it to me. They gave us Friday off, and I've been like. How many times have I told you I cannot wait for Memorial Day to have an actual work day off to where I don't have to do... Granted, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. But to have it off, like, oh, I'm just so excited. You got you got the four-day weekend, I got a four-day weekend to do absolutely nothing. And let me tell you, I'm in Huntington Beach. It was a gorgy day, so I'm kind of hoping that it'll be a gorgeous day tomorrow just to, like, 
sit outside, enjoy it. Like, I will tell you, I was really worried when, when this all happened because I was playing tennis and I always get these really, really disgustingly ugly racerback tan lines. <laughs> totally. But, so I was like, oh man. Not this year. Yeah, except that I am because then I'll, when I go for, when I take my dog on walks or I go for like a run or something, like the weather's been so nice here that they still You're exist. Getting that, it's still getting exists. that same problem. And you know, it feels good. I, I think actually uh, tan lines, I like tan lines because I think it says you're like a sporty fun girl. Like people are like, wait, is that Sporty Spice or Courtney? I'm like, you guys, no, it's me. <laughs> no, I love a good tan line. I, I have three Target bathing suits arriving. Ugh. Uh, all one all one pieces. First off, one pieces are cool. If Ramona can wear one piece, so can we. Okay. Um, I love I love a Target bathing suit. I love a Target bathing suit. I actually one of the Target bathing suits was somehow sixty five dollars. Oh, no, they're so expensive now. Like I, were, uh, I was like, wait, what? I was like, what Target sixty five dollars? Oh, I was Target like, okay, is fine. expensive now, and it's like, but I bet you it's like going to be so cute on you. It'll look so I hope, cute. I hope. You know, I always think you know. the more expensive something is, the better it's got to look on me because it has to. Right. That's not true, though. Well, okay. <laughs> yes. But that's what I like to think. Like, I just got these for, for my birthday. I got these dresses from Urban Outfitters. And, like, the first one came, and I was like, nope. <laughs> then, Urban Outfitters, I think, it has it's, like, uh, made for, like, juniors' bodies. Like a no, junior my section. second dress I got from there, perfect. Love it so much. Oh. It just was, it just, the first one, you know, you're, you're always kind of iffy when you're buying things online and there's not really any reviews, but it's like, I'm going to chance it. And I was like, I shouldn't have chanced it. <laughs> so, you know, I've given up on like things like Forever 21 and that kind of stuff, but Urban Outfitters, I still like to dip my toe into. Oh, I haven't, years, years. Sad for you. Years, years, years. Yeah. What, what else happened this week? Um, we went live yesterday, so I was. That was fun. That was really fun. I, you guys, we had so many people being like, "You're gonna save this, right? You're gonna save this." And jokingly, I'm like, "You know us? We're horrible at tech." Like again, guys, apologies for last week. We know we heard the sound. I literally texted Mary like, "The thing that we usually put our our podcast through is down right now. Like, I don't know what to do. It is midnight. I need to get this out." So I apologize. It was basically either me being obnoxiously loud per usual and Mary being soft or nothing. And I figured it'd be okay to have something. It will be better this week. No, it probably won't. We're not going to even promise that. It might not. I promise it. I promise Mary it. doesn't no do streaming. any of the editing, so we can't actually guarantee that. <laughs> but we're going to try. If our we're going to try our hardest, guys. We're investing in some new equipment. Don't worry. The new we're coming around. Okay, it's only taken us like three years, but we're getting there. Point <laughs> being, we went a huge roundabout to say we went live yesterday, and we said like people were like you're going to save this, right? And at the end, I went to save it, and the app completely crashed, and it was just gone. So it didn't save. And so uh, there was we, no save. But also, like, were you really going to watch that for two hours? We were on for about two hours. It was so fun, though. We were talking, it, like, Vanderpump spinoffs. Like, we did a Q&A session where people submitted questions. Like, we talked the gamut of things. We haven't gone live together in so long. I was tipsy by the end i loved it if you guys watched mary was mary had made a cocktail her sister kelly came in to talk about different kinds of ice which was super heather Debro of her and then mary's like oops need a refill said not enough vodka went back poured more vodka in then said oops too much vodka and then kept going i was like is that leah <laughs> leah and then you guys we got off it about what seven thirty. yeah Eight dinner sleeping by nine <laughs> 
two the two vodka drinks put me right to bed. Well, and it's really funny. So unfortunately, we're not going to get into the call her daddy stuff on this podcast because Mary has zero percent interest. But I she thought did, it was super boring. But then she started as after her drink, she started getting into it. Started texting me last night, but then her texts were getting more aggressive, and I was like, okay, I think the more vodka drink is hit, and then it just again dead silent, just dead silent from her. And I'm like, okay, she's asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep at nine. I watched like half of a handmaids and then like woke up, of course, at 5 a.m. because I got my eight hours. And Mary, how many handmaids tales have you watched this week? 17. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't watch any today. Oh, wow. So, guys, so Mary, in mon- Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I've watched 17 handmaids. So, in, in this I, corner oh. of what you're watching. So, Mary yeah. found the handmaids tale. You guys, I am. I'm on um, episode uh, 17 now. 18? Well, yeah, eight, eight, no, episode 8 of season 2. Mm-hmm. There's only 12 episodes in season 2. So I'm basically, I'll be done by next Is there week. only two seasons? Three. Oh. Three. Oh. I'll be done with the third. Got it, got week. it. You have a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, I got time. Yeah, you've got time. Um, I'm also, just while we're there, I started The Great which is an Elle Fanning show on Hulu, and it's about Catherine the Great, and Nicholas Holt is in it, and he is, like, the best part, and it's by the writer of The Favorite. Right. Um, So The Favorite? I saw The Favorite when I was very, very concussed, (laughs) and I came out, and I thought they didn't have British accents. (laughs) Uh, So I, like, turned to my sister at the end, and I go, "Ah, I just, that movie wasn't for me, and I was like, how weird was it that they didn't even have British accents? Like, dead serious. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, so a lot of things went over my head during that period. Maybe a rewatch my for head, you. Because things were no, just it, going over your head in general. It wasn't for me. Um, the grade is really fun, though. I really enjoy it. And I was saying, like, on our live yesterday, I've started where I would just start binging, like, the first or two, one or two episodes. So I also started Upload, which is on Amazon Prime. And it's by Greg Daniels, who also, like, did The Office. And and, oh. um, mm-hmm. and so it's not as good as The Office, but it's, like, fun. And they're really easy to binge. Kind of like a light laundry. You can do your dishes. Yeah, but it's a little, I'd say it's a little bit darker so basically it's like oh, there's like a little you mystery. have to focus yeah there, no there's just like a little mystery element so it's not just pure comedy like there's a little mystery element element so you're watching mm-hmm. it but i thought it's fun the lead is very handsome so it's like you know those are easy to watch sure, sure. and then i've also started on disney plus i also was talking about how i'm going to a disney hole I don't know why, but here we are. And I started watching the Imagineering story, which is like the six-part docu-series where they talk about how they've built all the Disney parks. And I just find it like really fascinating because like Disney is an entire empire, right? It's just like this wild That Waltz. That Waltz. That Walt Roy. Like there's just it's it's just really interesting. And so I've been watching that at night, like right before I go to sleep. So I like fall asleep to like Disney. And then I have peaceful dreams. Uh, Disney, you know, there's Disney adults, and Disney is a magical land. I mean, I love and it. Uh, my I'm, my old roommate works at Disney, and, you know, she used to take me there all the time. And I remember, I, like, I, I we went for a friend's birthday, was it, like, last year or the year before? And it was the first time in, like, my entire life I'd ever paid for a Disney ticket. And I was like, people pay $175 for a ticket? Like, I was like, I did not know how lucky I was because, like, my friend, you know, my friend would always take me or my family always had, like, tickets from their work, you know, growing up as, like, an Orange County kid. And I was like, what the hell? This is why they stay afloat. But did I have the best time? 
I did. Disney is no joke. The ticket's super expensive, but the food in there's cheap. And you can well compared to freaking AT and T Park, the Giants Stadium, the food oh, okay. is like I mean insane. <laughs> You're like, you get a hot dog and a beer, and they're like literally $30. Yeah. No, but I mean. I'm like, wait, what? How did I just pay $20 for a Bud Light? Yeah. But I've started also, so then I like got this Disney hole, like I said, and I started following like different Disney Instagram people, because I was like, I want to know what people are talking about while they can't go. I'm just so fascinated. Anyways, that's it. And then my last plug. So I know I talked about, again, I uh, listen to a ride of a lifetime, which is Bob Iger. And that must be, that's actually where it all came from. And now it's starting to make sense for me, but, um, I started listening. So Andre Leon Talley, who used to be like on a Wintour's like right hand man, his book came out on Tuesday. So I got the audio book of that and it's called the chiffon trenches. And you guys, if you love the fashion world or like devil wears Prada, like that kind of thing, like I, I'm fascinated by that. And so this is really interesting because he's so like, he takes himself so seriously, but he's also like... Is he like the Stanley Tucci? E- yes, kind of, yeah. And so, like, he, yeah, he was like the creative director. But anyways, he's lives like this wild life, you know? Like, can you imagine, like, he's like, like Carl Lagerfeld is his best friend. And he, when he didn't, when he stopped working at Women's Wear Daily, like, he just stayed in Carl's guest room. And you're like, wait, what? Like, these are people's lives. Like, it's so interesting. So I'm only a couple chapters in. But if you guys love that stuff, I was, I watched The Devil Wears Prada this past weekend to prepare for it. There's also a docu, a documentary called The Gospel According to Andre on Hulu that I prepped for. <laughs> like, I did homework. You, you're ready. You're right. I'm loving it. I know I'm talking a lot, but I just, these are my high recommendations for the week. Take it sure. what you will. We'll put them on our stories too, because I feel like people are always asking. I also started, Mary, I'm not sure if you noticed, but I started putting our recommendations into a highlights for people because people are always asking, like, what did Mary, what show was Mary watching? Like, what, Courtney, what audiobook were you talking about? So I started putting those in a May recommendation for the month so that, smart, so that you guys smart. can always just go, you can go back there if you, if you care for our recommendations. If you don't, no worries, no skin off our back, you know, but just wanted to like leave it there because I feel like, you know. I highly recommend The Handmaid's <laughs> Tale and you can binge all. All 34 episodes <laughs> in a week. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so in other news, this week was the finale of The Masked Singer. I fell off of it, but big news. NeNe Leakes is probably shaking in her boots because Candy Burris was the night angel, and she won the whole thing. Um, it was any other... Like a Vanderpump Rules person on it? I believe Jordan Woods was on it, and then Rob Gronkowski oh. was on it. Okay, okay. So, I did not watch it all, but I know on Watch What Happens Live, it came out, like, or they asked Candy if she was. There was a lot of predictions that it was her. So, I know she was super excited to reveal it. And oh, I mean, after, I, the, I think- after the East Coast airing, she was already on her Instagram being like, I did it. Like, it hadn't even aired on West Coast. So, somebody in the jury, bless her heart, too, because some jurors are really mean. <laughs> she, like, posted, like, Candy won. Like, great. And everyone was, like, yelling at her, like, how could you tell us that? I had to, like, literally delete the post because I was like, okay, damn. Like, you guys, Candy is literally now. I thought it had already aired all over right. because Candy. Candy was throwing it everywhere on her Instagram. I, you also have to know, guys, if you're on the West Coast, and we are, you we can't get spo- go on social media. We get spoiled for everything. Like, people will send, yeah. I'll write something like, hey, wh- I love the challenge. And they're like, oh, did you hear who win this person won? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did not ask for the spoilers, 
but thank you so much for giving that to me. So like, you know, it's like you just expect to get spoiled. So sorry, guys. But, you know, let's all be kind. Let's talk shit on the housewives and not on each other. Yay. (laughs) Um, Atlanta reunion. I I caught some of it and I would say um, not much happened. Not much happened. The one thing that I they, died about was, so Portia is like, she's like teetering this line where she's like the funniest person on this reunion. Like, I think Portia is so fucking funny. But she also like talks way too much. So it was like, almost like she's co-hosting with Andy. Oh. Did you feel that? I thought, no, I didn't get that feeling. I liked when he was like, so what's going on with you and Dennis now? Um, he was seen with women at 4 a.m. at a diner. How did that make you feel? She's like, he knows and, he's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> He he was putting his hot dog in some buns, Portia. Oh, bite up. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, what else happened? I laughed when Eva Eva had a moment. Eva talked about the abuse and she got up and left. And then um, uh, Kenya called her and was like, Andy, can I call her? I do like when someone expresses like something sad and like, obviously that's a very like triggering for them is like Atlanta's like very good and usually most of the women on these shows are like we always think they're such monsters but like when someone does that like they do all really like kind of come together and be like we're here for you like it's almost like like we say with Ramona like you're a monster but you're our goddamn monster you know that was yes. I felt horrible listening to that with Eva I my favorite part was when Portia like said that was kind of the first time that she really truly kind of told the whole story the full story of it like i don't know yeah um my favorite part though was when portia was like so portia from atlanta has a question yeah (laughs) i was like dying like portia who are you like that's why it's you know always bringing it back and it's nini left again and i hear this is like for good i hear she's not coming back I think it's time. I mean, no, I meant back to the reunion, but I also think she oh. shouldn't be coming back to the franchise as well. I agree. It's the retirement. I like how the girl, the women were like, Andy, like, she can't just walk off. Like, that's not fair. The best was when she closed her computers and then she left it open on her reads. So, like, you could see all the insults she was trying to, like, give to people. Like, okay, Nini gives <laughs> her notes. Yeah, like, Nini wrote out notes, and they're still not delivering well. Like, <laughs> it still wasn't good, you know? But I think, like, and it's also interesting, too. Like, Kenya kind of dropped some, like, affair. You know, oh, you're, like, having an affair kind of thing. Or, like, Greg was having her. And they kind of just glossed over that, I noticed. Like, we didn't get a lot of detail on that. And so, next week, Yovana comes in not wearing white. And I'm just, she didn't get the memo. The girls left her out like they did Nini, and Nini went to her closet and found something white. Mm-hmm. I just think I I gotta say I think that the Zoom reunion's like really good. The Zoom reunion I'm not excited for though, like is the Vanderpump one because there's too many people. I am curious, but most of the people are in the same house. But there's still like twenty. Like when they showed us the I, square, I don't think. I don't think oh, they, oh, I haven't seen the preview. So the way that it works is next week is going to be secrets revealed. Obviously, this week was the finale. Next week is the secrets revealed, and then I believe there's a three part Vanderpump reunion that's happening in three weeks. I don't think for these Zoom reunions, like I watched the Atlantas this week and. They could have gotten rid of half the shit in there. I agree. I mean, I think that they're like two parts and give us some juicy, but also I think they need the three parts because they need the content. They got to stretch it out. They, they got to stretch it out. They do, but I agree because it was like, you know, the Summer House one, we only got one and like that was plenty. Yeah. It could have been a half hour. 
You know. Wait, should we talk about, since we're kind of talking about Vanderpump Rules, should we just launch into them? Yeah, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk Vanderpump. Underwear drawers are like the wild, wild west of wardrobes. There's no rhyme or reason to them. Anything goes. Um, You've got pairs from three birthdays and two Christmases ago, pairs from five different brands with five different fits. And when you open that drawer every morning, you have no idea what to expect. Now, I felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies and my other pairs have to all go because me undies is all I can reach for. I'm hooked. And honestly, I just feel off if I try to wear anything else. I love them because you can get your classic black and then they also have like super fun, expressive prints. Um, I have these great shamrock ones, you know, when I'm feeling lucky, plus they come in all sizes. They have extra small to four XL guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. They also have really great loungewear. Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Um, go to their loungewear section. Super comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies. Um, they even have an activewear collection. It's super soft. Um, and it's just unmatched comfort. Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. Go to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash TJG. That's meundies.com slash TJG for 20% off plus free shipping. That's me undies comfort from the outside in. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, You know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, Are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with our guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. The weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I recently updated my wardrobe, and I hate spending a fortune on that kind of stuff, especially like summer clothes because I feel like they like get a lot of wear and tear. Um, 
But I have been using Quince for over a year now, and they have such timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Um, They have this European linen. I have their white button downs. They have dresses. They have blouses, shorts, and they're starting at $30. Also, they have these cute um, washable silk tanks. Everything they have is timeless. They even have 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part is Quince's items are priced 50 to 80% off less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories and Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Um, Courtney and I are simply both obsessed. You guys have to go to their website. You can you can literally update your entire wardrobe for the summer at a very affordable price and really high quality stuff. All their linen is fantastic. I even throw it in the dryer. Um, It just wears super well. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash judgy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash judgy. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is, um, a Sydney-inspired North Bondi scent. Um, It has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with Whey. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E- O-U-A-I.com, promo code TJG, always getting 15% off. Check out Way. Investing can feel super intimidating and people don't know exactly where to start. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. And you really don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorn recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. I know I'm someone that is not a finance major and investing seemed really challenging. Like I didn't know where to start and Acorns has helped me so much. Head over to acorns.com slash judgy to download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to possibly promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash judgy. Investing involves risks, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, 
and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisor LLC. Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Security LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Okay, Mary, give it to me. What are what are your thoughts all Vanderpump? Or is this how you're ranking your shows this week? Is Vanderpump number one? I felt, no. I, oh, I, okay. I Actually, I think everyone got like a C this week. Oh. so like, Every show was just, I sat there, I giggled. C's get degrees, so it was like, I, you watched completely. it. Completely. I watched it. I wasn't motivated by any story really okay what about you so I actually thought you and I think it's because I watch sometimes like most of the time I watch these before you so I think some like you said last week like I build it up a little bit too much so I thought the Vanderpump Rune or Vanderpump Rules finale was awesome like I thought the last half of that once they hit Tom Tom and they were doing that photo shoot I was like and we are off and running like I thought I thought that was a great like watching Jax just ugh like just slowly get taken down makes me so happy. And so like, I was just like, this is like, this is great. I thought I, I will say that I think, you know, like I actually think Tom and Ariana's producers really told them this season, like you guys need to bring it. You need to confront people no matter what, if it's uncomfortable and like they're trying to confront Jax on everything. Like Tom, Tom did at the end, and Ariana had to sit down with him as well. But also, I think Dorit's producer has done the same thing, and that's why, like, this Kyle stuff, they're badgering Kyle, they're badgering Kyle. So there, I feel like there's so much behind-the-scenes stuff that is... Yeah. Like, they're, they're being told to fight to make it juicy. Well, it's interesting because it was like, I actually think... I'll agree with you a little bit, but I think Tom and Ariana, they finally are just like, what the fuck? Like, we're over it. Like, I think this fight with that Tom had with Stassi earlier in the season, remember with that book stuff where he was rage texting her at 2 a.m.? I think that was, like, a little bit more, like, producer motivated. We had heard, too, like, somebody watched the scene happen five different times. I think, like, with the Jack stuff, like, Ariana literally has had Jax's number since she met him, right? Like, she saw him exactly for who he was and was like, fuck this guy. Like, who is he? You know, like... And I think that she's been the one that's been in Tom's ear being like, "Why? how do you let a friend treat you like this? Like, And I think Tom has finally gotten to that point. Well, yeah, it's it's not a pattern anymore. It's his personality. And it's 100% true. Um, I thought it was like, I know we're going to go into it, but when he, remember guys, Jack said this was his show. I feel it. To Lisa, and it was so like. So amazing. Jaw dropped on the ground. What? Sheena like tweeted like thanks for finally breaking the fourth wall bravo like people needed to see that mm-hmm. and, and it's- apparently there's like been a blind item too that Jax is trying to get a spinoff and thinks that he the fans will follow him and that he's the number one guy in the group and that he can you know carry a show on him uh, alone so we put up some polls asking about spinoffs and Jax was the lowest with 10% yes that they would watch a Jax and Britney <laughs> spinoff everybody else had like 30% yes now let's be honest the only spinoffs that people wanted to see were Stassi and Bo 
And that got 66% or yeah. something, like, along that. Mm-hmm. Like, if they weren't super high, like, 90s and 80s. They were, like, I was, these are the ones that got over 50%. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Stassi and Bill, and then um, a TomTom spinoff, which I think if they did the TomTom spinoff, we get Tom and Katie, and we get Tom and Ariana, and then But what if we did it, though? I actually don't think, I think if Tom, if the TomTom spinoff was Tom and Tom in the Lisa role, and of course, you know, Lisa's going to pop in every so often, but it's Tom and Tom in the Lisa role, you could get James as the resident DJ, Get rid of Max. He should be fired. What an HR violation he fucking is. I hate him so much. And then, like, we got it as, like, the staff of, like, these new people. And maybe it's not even... Maybe we need to, like, bring in Charlie, throw in Danica. You'll say keep Dana, but I think she can go. Like, get rid of Brett. Bring in some new people. No, no. I want it... I So, I envision it differently okay. than what you do. I envision it like it's a Tom Tom spinoff. And it's primarily about the Toms. Oh, okay. And 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 then also then you get Ariana and Katie. But then I also want Stassi and Bo to be in that. And then it's like, I'm sorry, Dodie, you're gone, I think. Jackson Brittany, you're gone. Like kind of just focusing on those the those six. Then we can have a Vegas one and Sheena is training them all. So Sheena is more like the Tom Tom way I just described, but instead of Tom and Tom at the Lisa role, it's more Sheena. Yeah, and Sheena's training all the people at Vanderpump Garden in the Caesars. So I have some and... I have some news for you. What? Okay, it's not that big of a deal, but today Sheena was live. Okay, and I joined it, and I <laughs> and I and she was doing it live with her boyfriend who was driving somewhere, and I was like, this is not safe, but that's neither here nor there. And Wait, the boyfriend was driving and she was live? You know, she, the boyfriend was driving, he was live with her, and then Sheena was, like, in her house. So, like, they were separated. Oh, and he was driving he on was, the live? Yes. So, oh, God. I listen, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he was back in Australia or something, but I definitely don't think he was because he lives in San Diego. Maybe he, was, maybe he was in a golf cart. No, it was a truck or something. It was definitely oh, a car. Okay. But so then Maybe I... Maybe he has the hands-free phone. Yeah, no, it was a hands-free thing, but oh, okay. it does not matter. Like, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Still, whatever. Okay. Neither, neither here or ne- nor there, because, you know, Sheena doesn't do anything bad anymore. And so I just write, hi, Shishu. Did she write back? Did she write back? She shot it. Hey, two judgy girls. <laughs> Courtney, I can't believe you didn't tell us this. Mary. And then she was like, we used to hate each other, but we're now, like, best friends. And then her boyfriend... <laughs> Her boyfriend was like, I was like, (laughs) Mary is bright red right now, you guys. I I feel like we've come such a long way. Our next guy's Rand, so it's going to unblock us, but keep telling me more. I think, well, no, so then, like, her boyfriend was like, well, oh, so Janet was Sheena's friend that told her. Remember, so, remember the confrontation that happened at the Watch What Happens Live in L.A. where Sheena came up to me and called me a fucking asshole. Yeah. So her friend Janet got her all riled up for that. Sheena's not friends with Janet anymore. Wait, did she literally say this? In yeah, like- so her boyfriend was like kind of like, oh, two judgy girls, like that's not a nice name. Like they don't seem great. And she was like actually like, kind of defending us, which I'm like, how far we've come. <laughs> we we need to get Sheena on the podcast. Courtney, I am dying right now. How far that we've is come. Hilarious. 2020 is fucking wild. <laughs> Wait, also, guys, on our live was Patricia Atchell. 
She just kept on commenting. She told me she was going to seat me next to Craig at a dinner party. (laughs) I started sweating. She was like, would you girls come to a dinner party if I invited you? I was like, "Uh, yeah, I can jump on a plane right now in a pandemic. I'm like, COVID what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. But it just, I just felt like that was such a breakthrough from Sheena because, you know, I try to dangle these posts about how much I'm loving Sheena now and she doesn't ever like them or anything, but like we've come so far and I just feel, I feel like a friendship's going to happen. I love it. Shishu and Coco just, you know, the, the Marie's and Marina Del Rey and WeHo and like maybe I'll help her in Vegas. Yeah, behind the spinoff show, I'll be her. I'll be her producer. Yes. Oh God, what a narrative we could write. (laughs) But it just—I was like, I was like, this is not actually a big deal, but it's like kind of a big deal. No, that's a very big deal to me. That's—I can't believe you're just telling me this now. Well, it happened like an hour and a half ago. It was like it it was today. It was this afternoon. It was this afternoon. I don't want to interrupt you while you're watching New York. But like you said, Rand is our next. Rand's our next victim. Fofty. Not victim. Fofty. No. Rand's our next. BFF. Yes. Mm-hmm. I really do like him. I thought it was so sweet in this episode. Like, James. Let's just talk about, like, yeah. James and his sobriety. And that tender moment at the beginning with his mom. And his mom, you know, she just went through a double mastectomy, I believe. And, you know, he... Is so thankful. They're both sober. They can't cheers with water though. That's bad luck. It is bad luck. Um, and she, she, the mom looks good. They both look so clear. They look healthy. They look so like they literally their eyes Glowing. are clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know he just has so much to be thankful for. Like Raquel is so fucking turned on, you guys. Whoa. Let <laughs> me tell you. And she's like, oh, oh, you just get me. I was like, okay, is this going? Are we going to Skinamax now? <laughs> they, they never had sober sex before. So, like Raquel is like, flip me she's over like, and turn me out. Yes, he gets it up every single time now, girls. Every single time. Aww. Bless her. Uh, no, but it was it was really nice when he went up to Ran and he just really apologized and said, you know, I and, and Ran like let him talk and listen and he's like, you know what? That was the alcohol talking. My girl has a lot of love for you and I'd love nothing but to invite you to the wedding and you know, I it was nice to see James have this redemption season and Jax Taylor is trying to get the same redemption. I well, think. And it's just and, so funny because like Rand has like Rand is is like an adult, right? Like you look at him and you're like, okay, he he's smart, right? He let J, he let James talk and he's like, I'm not even going to hold a grudge like, you know, because I see a change in you kind of thing and I thought, you know, I just remember what a, remember what a big man. Remember when Lala made him sign like NDAs at Coachella and stuff? Like we actually go far back with Rand. Do you remember all of that stuff? Like Yes, yeah. And so it's like Rand has known James for a bit and so I thought like he really was like I've seen it like like water off a duck's back kind of thing like it is no big deal like you are such a different person now and then there's Jax who at 40 is like fuck you everyone fuck you and you and you and fuck you fuck you fuck you like it's like what the like you're a monster like you're a monster but you are not our goddamn monster you can just 
tell his eyes are not clear. <laughs> and he's profusely sweating. So basically, he's yeah. He's back so to he, looking like when he was, when he yelled the number one guy in the group in seasons past. Remember he was growing that Wolverine thing? Look again. He's there again. He's literally I, the same look. He's starting it in this episode. He's then also in the reunion looks like that. Like this is not like he does not look good. And I mean that in a sense mm-hmm. of like unkempt. Look healthy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it is just let's before no, we get into that. Do you want to talk about like the beginning of the episode so we can like well, really go into? Well, basically, also like. You know, basically everyone in the group is sick of Jax. And if it wasn't for Brittany, they would have let him go a long time ago. But they Well, actually, they according to Brittany, around. only Sandoval doesn't like Jax. Everyone else loves him. They love being berated by my husband and being di- disinvited to the pool parties and then reinvited. They all love that. They just know, don't, Katie, do not disrespect. That is my husband. Do not disrespect him. Because you know what? I'm the only one he's allowed to disrespect. It's me. He... <laughs> You all need to show him the respect I wish he gave me, okay? <laughs> no, I, I did like, though, how she stood up for him there. Like, you can only let them bash your partner I, for so long. But I disagree. And she's just like, be be careful. Be careful. I disagree you know? because I think, like I said, though, I think she Jax literally disrespects her all the time. And they're just, I feel like they're kind of saying, like, Brittany, his behavior is not okay. You keep saying, like, oh, he's working on it. And it's like, where? He's literally rude to us all the time, like, it's basically, I feel like they need to like give her this ultimatum of like, if he does not change his ways, we will not be friends with him. Like he will not be invited to things. And for some reason, well, they put, I think they have, I think they have done that now. I think it's Ariana and Tom who have, but Lala gives him a pass. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Why does well, Lala, Lala and, and, and Rand and Brittany and Jax are like this foursome for sure. Like, l- like Rand really resonates with Jax, which I think is an interesting combination. I think it's because Rand said Jax that is age. close to his age. Like, the age. And I think Jax is always on good behavior with Rand because he knows what Rand can offer him. I'm not kidding. Like, I think... Uh, yeah, yeah, like, it's a motive. Like, I'm not going to pull my shit with Rand because he has he's power. not going to take it. And, yeah, he has money and 100. he knows the right people. Exactly. And, like, he I doesn't want to I mean, he knows Marky off. Mark. <laughs> he does. He knows fi- Rand. He knows Fofty. Rand? Rand? Is, isn't he friends with Marky Mark? No, people were saying that Rand was turtle from the no, entourage. I, I know that. But, but I, I think like he was his... Yeah, good. I think you're right, though. I think he was his assistant at one point, maybe. He was, like, yes. the t- assistant after Turtle, maybe. But, I don't know. But anyways, I just think, like... I just... I... <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about the beginning of the episode, then we'll go into back into the, uh, into the photo shoot and everything. But Lisa, like, I think of the... So Andy said, apparently, on his radio show this week that, like... Because I said to you, is this the last se- the last season of Vanderpump Rules? Like, was that the last episode? The way they left it, it could be the end, right? And then you have some random spinoffs here and there. But, like, it could be the end. I, I don't think they will be filming at all this summer. And I kind of don't even want to see them this summer. I think I need, like, a longer period to get away from them. Yeah. Because I also think nothing has happened in their lives in the last year. I, I think everyone's been pretty boring. So I would like like them to start filming. Once they can start May. traveling again, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like March of next, like next spring, like an earlier start, earlier filming in the spring. But then I want this out by fall. 
The turnaround, no, the no, turnaround for Vanderpump Rules is ridiculous. We're a year late. Yes, like, like Tom Tom one year anniversary was last June, mid last yes. June. It is mid May. That is eleven months ago. It's too long. You said it best. Especially the Kardashians. You said the Kardashians have the fastest turnaround, and you're so impressed by their turnaround. Like we are going to get some COVID episodes from them. I don't want to see it, but we're going to get like they turn but things around we in need months. To be like two no, months. That's. We need like an eight week edit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to keep things fresh. It's fucking reality TV, people. Totally, agree. I need to know. It's Instagram takes over the world. I could, I could, I could be my own reality TV show on IGTV. I would love that, Mary. <laughs> I would love that. I would do it for like one day, and then I would stop. That Sounds about right. She's commitment, commitment level issues. Is low. <laughs> such commitment issues very low but so so uh, so radio andy he basically said the producers have a lot to think about in this time now so i think i think the stuff that's like obviously we know editors edit right producers produce like that's what happens so it's like the sheena stuff that happened i think it's really more that the editor came out and said these things right like and the vendetta that's all weird but it's like we know this stuff happens nobody says it out loud like so that's the issue so i think that there's very much like they know this season sucked. Like, there wasn't... And I actually... I'll say, like, this season was bad. It's still better than last season of Beverly Hills. Like, there's still levels of... But it really got the good at the end. The problem is it's also... These are too long. Yeah. Like, maybe you don't have to do... What did we... Did we have 18 episodes? I oh, don't know I think know we had, like, we had. 24. Like, w- maybe if... Quicker turnaround, uh, give us 12, take a two-month break, come back, give I, us 12 more. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love that, actually. I think that would keep me going. For sure. I think that's... I, I totally agree. Because I was thinking, like, what the hell happened this... Like, how, what else did we do this... Like, we had 10 episodes of The Wedding. We were dealing... Like, they were all moving into so their the, new the, houses. The, the, the trip was to Kentucky, basically? Yeah, because there was no Mexico trip this year. So we had mm-hmm. Kentucky. We had Vegas. They never had a, a girls' trip. No, but, like... What did, what did we even watch? Yeah. <laughs> What happened? Yeah. So I also was like, we were wondering too, like what happened with that Ariana and Stassi storyline? And I was like, okay, this is like when the producers like make me crack up. So basically, Sheena, what were you thinking? Sheena had told Kristen and Ariana, or Kristen who told Ariana that Stassi was saying these bad things, which it was Lala, not Stassi. So funny. The edits, like. So funny. Lala's like, I'm not going to that frat house. I'm going to Brittany and Jax's because they have furniture and food. <laughs> but it was just was like so funny. And I just think like. And Stassi was like, wait, no, I like wouldn't say that. I don't care. I'd say that's your face. But we did get Ariana calling her Regina George and Stassi bad credit Schroeder. And that made me laugh. We also had to like watch Stassi look for a house. And like that's. I don't want to watch her look for a house. One, we already know the house. We've seen that. We've seen the listing. We've one point seven million Hollywood <laughs> Hills. I'm I'm watching the renovation via Bo's Instagram story along with Chef Bo, Bo RD, and <laughs> he is working on his man cave. He's going navy blue on the walls. He had an electrician come because he had to hire the the wiring. Okay. He just got he just got a rowing machine from Lit Method that's in the garage. Damn, Lit Method is really Stassi, cleaning up with these Vanderpump kids. Stassi's really into lighting. She likes statement lighting because she doesn't wear statement necklaces anymore. Like, I, but would you watch I a know. would you watch a spinoff show of their home? 
Because, like, I would be interested in that and, like, the wedding. Like, Jeff Lewis uh, style. The whole, like, the home renovation. No, I don't think there's enough there with the home renovation. Okay. M- maybe with the... Um, what if Jeff Lewis was doing the renovation? It's not her aesthetic at all. Mm-hmm. He's not her aesthetic. Okay. She wants old character charm. Like an old Hollywood. Traditional. Yeah. Like, so she should, ta- she should talk to Erica Jane and Kyle because they're old Hollywood. Yeah, totally. John Wayne. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I just... And then it was like, Lala's like... <sighs> I never wanted to live with a guy, but I guess if I'm getting married, I should live with my fiance. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Well, like, first off, he was paying your rent. Secondly, she's like, mm, toothbrushes don't go out. I'm like, you're, it's just, I, I'm not buying I, I thought it. it was interesting. I thought it was interesting that the girls were drinking at her house. They were having rosé. I don't know. I'm like, is that necessary? The girl's sober. It's her own home. It just seems. Katie ordered water at first. I can't believe how much I'm, I've ended the season liking Katie. And Katie looks real good right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know we talked about the respect thing, but I just like that Katie was like, I'm going to block him. Like Katie is so over it too. And like, she knows that she can also get away with it though, because like, it's so funny. Like Tom and Tom are best friends. And then Jack's though, like they're all best friends, right? But then Jack's like really wants to be the number one guy within the three. So he will forgive Tom Schwartz for everything. Like when have you ever seen Jack's mad at Tom Schwartz? I don't think they're just like Tom Schwartz is so dumb and so first off he went to Florida State for a semester so take it back (laughs) he he's just like he's non-threatening he's he's not going to he's managed to be this charming lovable doof that he's so forgivable always, right? Like, even when he's exactly. gaslighting. Very, for, forgivable, I think, is the key with mm-hmm. him. I don't think he's ever going to do anyone wrong or get super involved. He's just, he's skating by. He, I think he, he does do wrong. Bel- I think he does do wrong. He just gets away with it because he's he charming doof. But he also, I mean, like, him and Tom now have each, have they each committed now fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars into Tom Tom? Five extra percent. I don't remember what that is. So I think they own now ten percent each in the garden and Tom Tom. So I don't remember what they paid for. No, it. I think it's oh I, I see. I would actually love to know the breakdowns because I feel like they put in fifty thousand dollars and now they put in fifty thousand dollars more. They so could. They each have they could. put in in a hundred thousand dollars. But I think they each only get 5%. 5% of each. They have 10% total now. Each. Oh, so they own 20% together? I they think own so. a quarter of the restaurant? I don't think no, so. Only I 20%. Uh, well, yeah, but almost a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a that's fifth. what it was. A fifth. But either way, I don't I, think they owned a fifth of that restaurant. No fucking way. I think so. she would not let him do them do that. But they think they would. Why not me? Because she was just using them for their names. Uh, yeah, but she had to put in a whole nother thing. I mean, and obviously this like pisses Jax off to no other. Right. Like we've been saying for like years how pissed Jax is that Tom Tom got it just because they have the same names. And it's like, Jax, Lisa can't fucking he, stand you. You got a teapot he, for your wedding. They got a fucking restaurant. <laughs> he, he, 
literally said this like this past week like tom tom's a money pit yeah. restaurants are a money pit like not a good investment it's like don't talk to dorit about buca de beppo then yeah what about your bff lance bass <laughs> who bought rocco's WeHo like on the other corner of tom tom like just add oh J- i didn't know that yeah yeah just add jacks just add x like oh yeah let's talk about a money pit who's buying that fucking shit Sorry, I'm saying the F word a lot tonight. I'm really apologizing. I kind of noticed that. I, this just, is an explicit podcast. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I do put Y every time. Y or N. I say Y for explicit. Oh. So yeah. I apologize for that. It's just coming out of me, you know? I get it, girl. So then, Once, so we're at the photo shoot. So we're at Tom Tom, And this time it's for the Hollywood Reporter. And it's all of Lisa's different um, entities. So we've got Tom Tom, Sir, Pump, Vanderpump Dogs, Vanderpump Vegas. Wait, I also found it very annoying at the beginning of the episode when Schwartz and Max go to Villa Rosa to get planners. (laughs) And they had to, like, recap her on everything that's going on. I'm like, stop recapping to this grandma. And I actually would watch a spinoff of Lisa Vanderpump being a granda. I I want Pandora to have a baby and, like, Lisa has to watch the baby for the day. Hi, Jinx and Sue. I don't know. It's going to be funny <laughs> to see her being so maternal. It's just, yeah, it's like we don't want the Lisa scenes. We don't care. Like, Lisa, you're not on Beverly Hills anymore, and we get that. It's so embarrassing, and, like, the first pitch, so embarrassing. Um, she keeps on having these people. Like, she threw Stassi a freaking engagement party. Like Now, that I can, like, that wasn't the craziest thing to me. It's more like you showed up to Dana's birthday party at Rock and Riley's on Sunset. Like, that is so beneath you, Lisa. Like, that is where you and, like, I had a birthday there once. Like, it's just, like, you don't. Desperado. Why don't, why don't you, you come, come to your, to your sense? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so we got photo shoot. We got Kara from Vegas and Kara and her coffin nails and her jet black hair. And Sheena couldn't be more excited to see this one. Kara is so annoying and I do not want to spin off of with her as the lead. She well, she just got hammered. She just got hammered. But she, I felt like she was trying to insert herself so much so she could be on camera because when she Absolutely. was absolutely, and it was like, see, this is like why you're not good for it. She was desperate. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, Ariana and Stassi are talking about taping their boobs, and then they're like, Sheena, get your ass over here. And Sheena looks horrified. She's like, what did I do? And that was what we were talking about. The thing that Lala actually said Uh about the the no furniture thing, blah, 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 blah. And Kara comes up, and she's being like the annoying little sister in the back trying to get in. She's not even the annoying sister. She's like the annoying neighbor down the street that always had to come play with you. And you're like, we don't. Kimmy Gibbler. (laughs) She's Kimmy Gibbler. Kara is Kimmy Gibbler. Kara Gibbler. <laughs> and Danica's like, get out of their way. Like, they're trying to have a conversation. And I and felt like Danica was saying it, like, get out of the shot. Like, she yeah, was like, for She was. Wall, like, like, you, this is has nothing to do with you. And I was so team Danica. Fuck you, Lala. Excuse me for the effort again. But just like, what the hell? Like, why are we all going? At, she was literally on your guys' side. 
She was trying to help them, and then Danica ends up crying and get kicked out of the party by LVP, and she's like... And Max is like, finally got Danica 86 from Tom. Tom, like, wow, Max, you're so cool. And was she really 86? Like, no. No. I mean, again, though, I don't understand. I still need to understand the manager title for Danica. Kara was so creepy, like, smiling, like, ugh. She's like, I'm glad you're into watching me sit down I'm like uh, oh, what? <laughs> i think i think the kara girl needs to have a softer look i think she'd look really a lot better blonde hair what do you think just jet black if it's not your natural color is not a great look on a lot of people i think yeah. i think you really have like you have to have the complexion for it yeah and i just i think i think sheena's hair is too dark too we know she's more of like a medium light brown i love when her hair is like lighter anyway so the photo shoot i was like okay lala for vanderpump dogs it was like basically everybody but stassi like katie even gets in there i'm like are we pretending katie still works at sir Jax refuses to wear the shirt because you know he's like tom and tom get to wear suits and i don't have the shirt but Katie's like money is invested in Tom Tom because she's married to Tom. It's not called so, Tom. It's not called Tom Cat. Tom and Katie. <laughs> no, but Jax. There, Lisa's like Jax. Like put on your uniform, and it actually did look really strange. Like if he was wearing a black tee, fine. But he had like a logo on his shirt. Like Brittany's like, yeah, no, Lisa, Lisa. He does. He doesn't own a shirt. Shirt. Yeah. He doesn't own one, Lisa. I mean, yeah, he should have worn a black top, but that's besides the point. Like, he doesn't have a sir shirt, and, like, that's okay. And then he's like, I am not on the same level as any of these bartenders. Like, I do not have to wear a sir shirt ever again. I never wear one any Thursday. I am a bartender, but I'm a better bartender than all of you. And you know what? If you ask me to muddle mint in your mojito, I'll tell you no like he's just (laughs) he's so the worst but you know it's because tom and tom got to wear regular suits and he was like i'm just as good as them and granted if i so i looked at the hollywood reporter article Mm -hmm. so that final shot of all of them not even in it the article okay everyone so the final shot is actually tom and ariana tom and katie jackson britney lala's in there um, no Sheena, who was at the shoot. No Stassi Bo. Like, it's just them, basically. And then they have separate photos of, like, Brittany and Jax together. Um, Tom, I want to say Tom and Ariana, but that doesn't sound right. But they basically kind of broke them out in couples. Okay. And so it just was, like, so Jax in that shot is, like, Brittany's wearing, like, I think that leopard dresser. She's just wearing that whatever dress she came in. And Jax is wearing that blue shirt with the logo on it. Oh, funny. So, funny. like, they did this whole other photo shoot that they didn't actually show in the show. And so it was, like, but then, so then when they get off of the main shoot with everybody, and Brittany is, like, Jax. And I could not, you guys, I'm convinced that she said, don't start being a Gary. And I'm convinced that Gary is Jax's alter rage, alter ego, and that we all need to be just calling him Gary. Gary is scary. Gary is scary. Gary is scary. <laughs> and why is he so sweaty? Drugs. Why does Gary get so sweaty? Drugs. It might be the sideburns or just really, you know, covering like his, his uh, sweat ducts. I'm not sure. I. I did appreciate when LVP pulls him and she's like, you know, you're so angry and like you're going off all the time. And he's like, I feel out of control. He's like, my head is like crazy. He's like saying he has this handicap. And she's like, no, be a man, 
All you're doing is self-destruction. You're not the center of attention, and that is the real problem. And guess what? You're going to lose this great wife because you're an asshole. She's like, Jax, Stop acting like it. No, Jax, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I signed my life away to you, and uh, we're stuck <laughs> together, and I will have three of your babies and spoiled Monroe and Kingsley. Don't worry. <laughs> you're going to lose me, wink. <laughs> and she's like, I'll make that. That my twice baked spaghetti, corn, mashed potatoes, and meat. <laughs> That's like their dinner every night. Corn, mashed potatoes, meat. I'm like, can I get green on that plate? And he's like, Brittany's like, famous food. I'm like, literally, I've never heard of it. Famous twice to baked who? spaghetti with a pile of spaghetti and a loaf of bread. It literally just looks like top ramen with spaghetti sauce. <laughs> But that's fine. That's fine. So then after Tom Tom is hosting there, it's the one year anniversary party, right? So, <clears throat> and I know you like Dana. I would like Dana better if her storyline wasn't with the fuck boys. I, I think I like, I like that she has so much confidence and pride because I feel like there's a lot of women on this show that don't. Yes. And especially as they start out young, like they're kind of willing to do what these guys want to do. And I think she's stood up for herself a lot in that way. I'm not feeling like the whole Brett's interest versus feelings conversation was super lame to me. Mm-hmm. I think she knows how to get deep with them, but then, like, I love that she confronted Max. Like, you fucked five girls in five weeks. Like, four of them are in this photo. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Max fills his hole in his heart with holes in women. <laughs> He's like, I'm turned off. He's like, I'm turned off by you. I'm like, Max, you're such a POS. Like, you think you're such hot shit. I 100% am convinced that he tells people he's a part owner of TomTom. I completely agree with that. When he's like, I don't like that. Like, you don't even carry yourself that well. Like, I don't care about you. And he's like, and she's like, I like, and I did like what she said. I like the way I carry. Did you notice that the dress that she was wearing is basically the same thing that Denise Richards is wearing in her confessionals? No. Okay. That was just a little thing. But then when he said, like, let's not forget who hired you, I was like, ew. Ew. I was like, HR. No, that was like a very, like, hashtag me too moment for me. Like, something about, like, abusing your power and being like, well, if you don't want to work here anymore, or if you're not going to fuck me, I'm going to fire you. Oh, God. I can't. Like, it was so gross. I was like, I was like, oh, God. Like, Jamax. Like, Jamax, they're the same person, you know? Like, Max, here's your future. Does it look good? It doesn't. It does not. I, I'm i very curious what's going to happen with him. Okay, let's just end with the fight. So, Jax and Tom are talking. And it's kind of interesting how they did the juxtaposition. It's Jax and Tom, and then Kristen, Katie, and Stassi. Mm-hmm. And Kristen really kept her cool. She she kept playing the victim now and the girls they just were, were just, like you're with carter like you guys didn't break up it's like just stop lying to us and i think and they're sick of kristen it's all about kristen all the time they give their friend advice they tell her what to do she never follows through she just wants to bitch and complain she's still with carter and the, the witches w- of weho are dead in the words of kristen cavallari dunzo yeah you know? I, I think Katie and Stassi are truly over it. Stassi is saying, you know, she introduced me to all these people, even my own fiance, and I, I just don't even know she'll be at my wedding now. That was sad. I hope, I, when she said that, I was like, okay, so there's actually still an opening. Like, there's still a potential that things could work out. I think there's sometimes, though, you just grow out of friendships, and, like, that's okay. Like, you 
You can have a good friend for 10 years and maybe but maybe that was like a great bo- 10 years. Maybe her new boyfriend, which again, we figured, Mary and I figured out that we actually went to college with him at the same time. <laughs> he was like, Phi <laughs> Cap San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably partied with him. I Jello shots and many, many a pop off. Many a fun times at Phi Cap. And I was like, oh, that's fun. We have a lot of friends in common. I like saw his Facebook. I was like, oh interesting okay we actually know a lot of the same people um but i thought what was like i was thinking like maybe like with this new boyfriend and if they see some like change in her and maybe like when Kristen's book gets like released is like she'll come to stassi with like advice like or not advice but like some questions and maybe they'll like rekindle through that like Kristen probably is in a different headspace now like she's with a different guy she's probably much happier because she's not in this routine with this guy she's been with for so many years and so i feel like there's still hope do you want to watch that okay. spinoff? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you guys, to be honest, <laughs> watch anything. When Courtney said, she's like, I think that was the last episode ever. I was like, no. <laughs> I hated watching every single episode this season, but no, you can't take these people away from me. Like, that made me sad. Yeah. And this is not the way I want it to end. This is not closing it for me. So I mentioned, I, I, I so can't, I can't take it. With ending this season again, like goodbye, it'll be missed. We've mentioned, we said that we think it'd be really great. Give us a night of the week, Monday night. Monday night is Vanderpump night. You have a chance for all of these different spinoffs. First off, we have Love plenty it. of, during COVID, and- we have plenty of uh, show options, right? We didn't see Tom and Ariana do the book. We could have a 30-minute spinoff of all of them doing that and, like, ordering just the furniture. Special, like, yeah, just special. a special. Sorry, yeah, 30-minute special. Sheena doing her egg retrieval, buying her house, whatnot. Like, we could do specials that are with the leftover footage that we've had from this past year. So, like, there's plenty. And this is the way to test the spinoffs. I, I think that's brilliant. I don't know why you haven't been hired by Vavo yet, but... Well, because they probably could just take our ideas instead of paying us for it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but I think... And then I think what you do is once you figure out what spinoffs work, is you dedicate two hours every Monday. We get an OG. We get the spinoffs. Like, we get all of this Vanderpump. And there's no... But there's no overlap, we've discussed. No, There's not allowed to be overlap. It's different characters each half hour. In, 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 in. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't talk about the Jax and Tom fight at the end. Let's move back. Okay, <laughs> so Jax is like, you know, Jax and Tom. Tom's like, you know, I'm really like, I, that whole, like, your invites all being always held over my head. Like, the wedding, the bachelor party. Like, I'm sick of it. And Jack's like, you're my little bitch until the wedding. Like, you're my fucking maid of honor. I mean, whatever. Uh, That's man. Yeah, and then he's like, you know what? You don't even know. I was at Home Depot crying on the island. <laughs> I have a handicap. And, and Jack was like, he's like, why can't you be happy for me? Like, And Tom's like, no, you've done the same shit. No, Tom said to years. Jack, why can't you be happy for me? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, but he was saying like she said, yeah. He said, Jax, why can't you be happy for me? And he's like, you've done the same shit for twenty years. It's too negative. Let's like let's take, take a, a break. break. All the couple like Kristen leaves alone. The you couples yeah. <laughs> is like the slow motion Lisa being you like loss, life, <laughs> life and loss. These are your friends. And Jax is like, I'm gonna raise my kids with Tom and Tom. It's like, <laughs> This are the best days of my life. It's like as we watch them slowly leave one by one as if production yeah. didn't tell, as if they didn't all go around the corner like, whose house are we going to? I know. 
But, you know, this is my show, says Jax. And literally Lisa's like, now pull it together. This is my show. Realize how lucky you are. And he's like, but you yeah. only gave me a teapot. Where's my restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of. So now that we've spent an hour on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I thought I, I, it that was, was kind of the it was, best. It was an hour and 15 this, minute this episode. So it's it was not, the best of this week. Yeah, it was the best. Okay, well. Guys, I do want to talk about my sponsor. Go to, <laughs> AA. Go to more. It's, it's James go Kennedy. To more, no. Go to slash TJG. You can get all the products they have for 20% off code TJG. They now have Dreamwell, which is like a sleep thing that you can take. They have. My classic morning recovery. Let's just say after my two vodkas yesterday, I took that and went to bed and felt totally fine today. <laughs> uh, and then in the morning, sometimes I take liquid focus. Gives me the energy I need to get through the day. So they have like this killer package. Now you get two dream wells, two morning recoveries, two liquid focus. Use our code TJG, 20% off. And that's morelabs.com slash TJG. Where would you like to go? East Coast, West Coast. I think Beverly Hills. Okay. Read Between the Signs. Is that the episode title? I missed that yeah. one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So we started off with like Garcelle meeting up with her girlfriends where I was like, uh, why isn't this its own show? I would love to watch it. Did you notice that one of the girls was Will Smith's ex-wife? Yes. And then I Googled it immediately and I was like, how long was Will Smith married to the Cherie woman? But it, Three years. But she never said Will Smith though. It literally said Cherie, Will Smith's ex-wife. That was her thing. Oh, really? Wait, okay. I yes. missed that. And I was like, her ex-husband is Will and her son's name is Trey. I'm like, wait, Will Smith, Trey Smith. Wait, she must have been married. Okay, I did my own deductive reasoning when it was actually right there. So that's yeah. my bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's on me. Okay, my bad. Um, and, and Garcelle like, also yeah. dated him. Yeah, when was that though? In the 90s it had to be. Like, I'm, I'm she's very been with curious. Jada. He's been with Jada for a long time. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, and we do. They have an open marriage. Are they Scientologists? What? Allegedly, everything is possible. Okay. Okay. Um, but I loved watching them because I love when Garcelle was like basically said like with your good friends you can give shade all the time and I was like totally like I am I joke around with my friends all the time but I was like I need the show of a Garcelle spinoff because I feel like she'd actually thrive. Don't I, say thrive I, in front of Stassi, by the way, guys. I know. Wow. Wow. No, I I agree. I think Garcelle is really a powerhouse, and it, she's so refreshing because she don't give a fuck. She's just being herself. But I will laugh because I was thinking, like, oh, I remember that email when it happened, and I'm thinking it's, like, two or three years ago. Like, just my memory's so off. I'm like, wait, they divorced 11 years ago. Right. Like, it seems like a lot for that to be so much of her storyline of, like, this thing where she was like, I'm not going to well, hate this I, man. He's the, the the father of my sons. And I'm like, well, after 11 years, like, I hope that you would find be able to come to, like, I, a happy medium. I, won, I wonder how many relationships she's had since him. Oh, like, you think, like, she's kind of, like, been able to, like, move on from him in a sense and, like... I, I don't I I'm I would be very curious. She always brings up she's single. Um, I think that's like a very much a part of her identity in some ways. Mine too. Uh, uh, I could say the same for many. Oh, I was like, not long, yourself. Long years. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, I think it is a part of her identity. There's something like I'm a I'm a strong like woman yeah. taking care of my kids and like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need anybody. I don't need a man. Like my ex husband and I are on good terms and yeah. But I mean I would yeah. love to see her with someone. Maybe we get a date this season. That would be kind of fun. Yahoo. <laughs> Okay, then we go over to Denise's house, and Denise is, her daughter's getting ready for homecoming. I'm like, didn't she just go to a dance, like, a couple weeks ago? Like, wasn't she going to a dance? That was last year. last year. And she wore the Converse. But I thought that she went up to the dance when Denise got, like, her hernia surgery. Was she not going to a dance then? No. Mm. No, literally last season, we watched her go to a dance. Yeah, she had to ask Charlie for permission. Yeah. Um, But then I thought it was really funny that her... (laughs) know i thought this like stuck out to me her daughter was like her mom was like oh do you want like a burrito an egg burrito and she's like yeah and she's like well i can't have bacon and cheese in it and i was like what is her allergy or i'm like she's not vegan then i was (laughs) i didn't even hear that she asked her for a burrito so i was like you're gonna have a tortilla with egg but you can't have bacon or cheese, but I found it interesting you could have egg. I was just, I was like, what's her dietary I feel like because you have such issues with oh. eggs that if someone <laughs> mentions egg, you're like, I'm listening. <laughs> I like did not even hear her ask for a burrito. No, but I, I was just like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It just stuck out to me. It stuck out to me that I was like, are we not going to get to see the magenta hair? I wanted to see the final product oh, on that t- hair yeah. color. Yeah. You know who dyed her hair in real life? Who? Teddy Mellencamp. With so over- cute. With overtone conditioner. This isn't even an ad for it, but I've heard good things about overtone. You've used it. it was, Did you use that? For- uh, I just got it. Yeah, I got the pink hair at Target, but I had like my stylist. I had my guy do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because I was just like nervous. So but you can buy it- overtone and it's literally just like a condition, like shampoo conditioner you put in your hair and it'll turn your, your hair color. I think she had someone do it. The way that it was done. The curls were really nice. The curls are really nice. And the spots. Like, she probably did exactly what I did. Yeah. She, like, bought like, it. Had and the then, guy do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do what you gotta. But yeah. anyway, so we saw that. And then it was like, then we had to talk about Charlie again. And I'm like, do you think Denise is sick of talking about Charlie? Or do you think, like, this is also, like, as Garcelle is single, like, Denise no, is married, th- was married to Charlie. Like, pardon. I think we're getting all set up for this season. Okay. Like, we're getting set up for this bomb to be dropped. Like, Denise wants to be, like, known as this really straight arrow mom that had to talk to the boy that took her daughter to a dance because her girls are, like, not going to be bad you, like, girls. You do not like Denise. I don't. <laughs> I thought it was actually interesting because she said, she's like, I got with Charlie when he was sober. And as soon as he wasn't sober, it went downhill. I was pregnant. It was toxic. We got a divorce. And I'm like, I think she's, it was interesting when she said, like, I'm not these characters I play. And I think, yes, there's something she's hiding. I agree because she's very, like, on edge. But I don't think, like, I think she is just, like, a good mom and, like, wants to, I think she's trying that to protect mean, him so much. It doesn't, no, it doesn't mean that you're not a good mom. I never said that. Why do you hate her so much and think she's a horrible mother? I think she's <laughs> pretending that her kids can't Google. And she is trying to pretend that her girls don't know anything about their father. And, like, that's not the truth here. Yeah, but I think she's more just like, I want to always present the best image of him to them because that's their dad. And if they Google it, they Google. And if they talk to me about it, I can like put a spin on it. Like I think she's, I think she feels there's a lot that she has to protect her daughters from with what, who her dad, their dad is because she wants to like 
She doesn't want that to live as a shadow of that. I I thought she had two kids with him. One or two. She does. She has two daughters. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, I think Lola is the younger one, and then there's an older one. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she has Eloise, who we allegedly, I still think, is Charlie's daughter with one of the hookers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, then we get to see, like, Erica. She's practicing for Roxy. And you guys, I, like, weirdly cried at this moment. I was, Mary, same thing. I was just thinking, Erica is 48 years old. She's taking this role. She's basically, like, she's so humble about it. I literally wrote in my notes, Erica ate a slice of humble pie. She seems so much more centered. It's like she's finally got exactly what she wanted. She wanted to be a star, and she is finally achieving her dreams. And she's not going to, she's not going to mess it up. No, she is going to work so hard. Like, her body looks amazing. She's really, like, focused and driven, and she is going to be the best version of herself right now. And I just say, like, good for her. I still think that her um, dad is Mr. Girardi. I thought it was so funny. I don't think her dad is actually Mr. Girardi, but I think she (laughs) thinks, like, maybe he's, like, a father figure. Like, she she wants his approval so badly and wants to, like, does not want to embarrass him. The amount of respect the women have to him, like when he was talking, their eyes are like glued to him. Like, like what a was story like, you told. I'm like, that story sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Wayne went to high school with me, and then, um, you know, his brother, I was in a movie with him, a Western, and I got shot. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, you're a great storyteller. I was like, why is so mesmerizing? I thought it was also interesting, his, too, that he was... that. Well, okay, I saw... Does his penis shoot off a diamonds? Uh-huh. Like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and then it's already set and the ring's on. Like, it's very much... And she's like, you see why I love him? Like, why do you see it? Like, I say, he tells a story and you're in. I'm like, I'm not, also, I'm did, not in. Did you, feel like, did you feel like that story was a little bit set up, too? Kyle was like, well, yeah, like, my house is a house... No, I think he's just John. that old. Okay. <laughs> I think he's literally just like, oh, John Wayne? Oh, did you... Because, I mean, again, there's an airport in Orange County named John Wayne Airport. Like, yeah, I just yeah, think, like, okay. It was just... But I just felt like, what? Erica's trying to give us so much this season that she's, like, giving us Tom, and I'm like, I don't need him. I didn't need him there. I thought it was, like, a, I thought they had to be, I thought they actually had to, felt like they had to show respect. Like, okay, Tom's here. Yeah, totally, totally. He is, he could be all of our fathers, and we need to give him the respect, like, we would give to Lois, or we would give to our other father, you know, like, all of, like, the parents in the room. I, you know, it's also really, so then we also got like another scene with Harry Hamlin and Renna, just like talking about all the therapy and all the things. What I laughed so hard about that scene though, is Renna wanted to bring up that Harry's in an off-Broadway play so badly. She goes, wow, Harry, you're looking so fit. Is that from your play? And <laughs> your it was body it was rocking, baby. Let me pull that hair off your face. And then he's like, I have blackheads on my back. I'm like, gross. I don't. <laughs> no like no i don't want this is not dr pimple popper get out of here like i was so no like i could not i was so gross but i just felt it was like very like she's like when you're in a two-actor household (laughs) i i okay i like seeing harry hamlin and like he did cook pies for the girls one time but harry (laughs) has never come to a party as a date like i think he's come once 
as a couple? Really? I, think, I feel like there was one time, like, I think it was like all the husbands or something. I want the end of season party, and I want Harry Hamlin to be there, and I want Mr. Jardy to be there. I just think it's, like, unfair that we only get Mauricio and Edwin, and now apparently Mauricio knows how to make his own sandwiches. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Mary? Okay, so I watched the episode with my mom, and then, like, we, like, what? Like, I had to rewatch it, because then we started talking too much about it. She goes, well, Kyle's feeling herself, isn't she? Is the skirt too short? Absolutely. Should she wear it? No, she shouldn't. But you know what? She looks great, so she's going to do it. But let me tell you, Kyle is feeling herself. And and Marisa was like, you shouldn't be going out in short skirts like that. She's like, when I come home to you, though, but no, uh-uh. That outfit, that outfit was was very wrong. It was like I think Garcelle, of, Garcelle said it. It was like a very 70s, like, but her hair, she keeps doing this, um, like, just. It was a miss overall. The pattern collared top was a miss. There was also a very big necklace the the, the skirt high, was yeah. too short. Then we had tights, tights on and then high boots. It, wait, you know, she needed Bangs. to edit it. it. That skirt would have looked better with a plain top. I I agree because I was like I actually thought that the skirt with the tights and the boots was cute. I was like, okay, yeah. it is short, but she does have tall boots on, which kind of like I felt like made it okay. But then I was like, the, yeah, the top is too much. Kyle is always like. Did you notice too when she go went into Erica? She goes to Erica. I almost bought that. Like she almost bought Lisa Rinner's Rinna's zebra suit. It was like Kyle's almost buying everything. Like is there one store in Beverly Hills? Like where do you guys shop? Like I don't understand. She's always I'm like Kyle. You're always buying a caftan. Yeah. <laughs> By Eileen too, and now Shahida. Okay. Like <laughs> you know. And then we had like Dorit wearing like Louis Vuitton pajamas. Okay, so my my mom also goes just no <laughs> and i was like okay i can remember though that like last last summer fall that was a look like the silk pajama look like it was like pajama look with heels and people yeah. were doing it i mean now do i think dorit would wear that to buca de beppo and encino no i don't <laughs> think she would this was also like this Buca de Beppo thing is so bizarre to me. Like PK comes in for the business meeting and it's like she's she rubbing his face. Did you notice? I was like, what's happening? Like, is this business or not? Holding they hands were together? Kissy, kissy, kissy. And Robert's just like, oh gosh, poor Robert. Three out of and ten. A 3.5 in commitment. Like <laughs> And then they're like, how's your best friend in business, LVP? And of course they have to bring up LVP, which I feel like they just they leave that to bed, you know? Like, we're over it. She's not on the show. The fact that you guys have to use her for part of your storyline means you're a loser. <laughs> this Buka de Beppo venture needs to end. Like, no joke. But like, Do you I think th- we're going to have, like, a finale party in the room that she designed? Oh, God. We're definitely going to have to We are, go. damn it. Oh, my gosh. It's, no, here's what's going to happen. They're going to, she's going to, like, do the makeover. And she's like, everybody, come to Encino and come the to my Buka. And now we're going to Italy, Rome. We're going to oh. Rome. Oh, my God. Everybody dig into your meat. I no, get, guys, you no, all no, have no, a meatball. It's, no, it's going to be like this. It's going to be like, I was so inspired by that Italy trip that I just was able to transform the room, like, <laughs> bippity-boppity-boo, you know? <laughs> Wow, I like to, I like, saw the Roman architecture and it spoke to me. So when I went into the Buca de Beppo chain restaurant in Encino, California, I thought this could use a column. 
<laughs> and, and you know, all the girls in there would be horrified to eat that food because it's like so heavy, has so many calories. Like Teddy couldn't walk into the restaurant. <laughs> Teddy'd be She's like, like I, I am not all in. Out. I'm all out. <laughs> like, you know what? You guys didn't want to come into All In by Teddy Retreat. I don't want to go to Buca de Beppo ever. <laughs> no. I was literally thinking, I'm like, okay. So one of my best friends, grow, like when we were growing up, her birthday was May 4th. I'm May 5th. We went our senior year of high school to the Buca de Beppo for our birthdays. And I tried to find a photo, but I don't, like my albums are at my house. But I was like, we went to Buca de Beppo. Like it was- I think I think the only time I went was I think it's like a SoCal thing for yeah, sure. Yeah, it must be. And I definitely like went in college. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel like we did like a DG night there. I like was maybe like say a, we had like a, a bit night. Yeah. Yes. And I think I was like, this place is great. It's just like an exorbitant amount of food, like a cheesecake it's fam- factory. It's family, family style, style Olive Garden. Like it is yeah. like. <laughs> so I was like, is it like a Maggiano's? I was like, you'd be so lucky. Yeah. Like, it's Buca de Beppo, and it's very, very deep in the valley in Encino. Like, it's not, it's just, I feel like Robert Earl is like, what did I get myself into? Like, PK's like, <laughs> if Dory could, she would just, she'd add a floor and, like, a, another extension onto the restaurant. I'm like, guys, again, chain restaurant, Buca de Beppo. Don't think she could do too much different from the from not matching the other Buca de Beppos. I think it's a great place to bring, like, if you have family with young kids. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. It's a Chucky, so, che- an Italian Chucky fee, cheese. Fifi, Fifi, Nava, and Jacka are doing just fine there. They're she's running like, around having great time. She's like family Rob- friendly. Robert, I think my husband can attest to when I commit to something, I go all in. And she's like, right, PK. I'm like rubbing his face. <laughs> she's like, PK, how do you look so good getting off a flight? I'm like, he doesn't, Dree. I don't. I think they actually. He Mary, like, what are you? No, about, oh. I was gonna say he oh. looked, he looked puffy, like drinking puffy, different. Well, you know what I mean? Fly. Like the drinking puffy face. Maybe it was the fly. It's different. But I just, yeah. I thought you were gonna say he looked good, and I was like, oh, we're no, about no, to no. have to he, end he, this right he, now. He, he, he looks good. He will occasionally. I'll be like, mm, okay, but not there, not there. No, okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, um, I will, do want to talk more about the girls' outfits. So yeah, yeah. Rena and Erica wearing the same pink. I did not dress. like. I so I will say I appreciate that Rena is trying a lot of different hair looks. Too long. This was a miss for me. The long ponytail. It wasn't a good look for me. But I appreciate that she's trying some other things. I, I agree with that. And then like Garcelle's wearing a very similar dress as well, but like with like purple Thigh high. Highs boots that i hated did you like erica's white pumps i loved those but wait 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 where have we seen garcelle's purple boots before did doree wore them with that white risky business over shirt why yeah i cannot remember what i ate for breakfast i can remember that fucking outfit from i I knew (laughs) i knew i was like we have seen these boots on beverly hills before because they kind of remind me of once i was i wore um Scooby-Doo, I was... Um, Velma? No, uh, Daphne. Daphne, and I wore, like, <laughs> boots like that. And that's, like, why they really stick out to me. Anyways. Um, and then I love that Denise came in jeans. So classic Denise. Glammed so, out. Such a Denise. In, in ripped jeans. But also, I thought the other women were way too dressed up for sitting to but listen to But this is what Beverly Hills does now. 
This it's is their thing. the fashion. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, what did you think about... So, obviously, they were trying to make this, like, the new dinner party from hell, which it wasn't. Um, the astrologer, I was like, okay. So, I'm sure he's, like, legit, right? I have no doubt about that because I think... Sean. He, Sean, yes. They've been best friends for 10 years. Never met him. Never heard of him. But that's fine. I'm like, Mikey is probably like, what the fuck? I'm your best friend. Again, sorry <laughs> with the F word. I don't know what's going on. And I think I'm too hyped up on this flavored water. Um... <laughs> But she, like, he's giving them, he's like, oh, wow, you're a Leo rising with a Taurus ass and a head full of cancer. I don't know, whatever he was saying. But I was like. But he was just reading their signs. But like, everything it was he was reading. Nothing. Exactly. I was like, yeah. everything you're reading is literally what we could all say by watching this show. It's like reading your um, uh, horoscope and you're uh-huh. like, yes, that's totally relating to my life right now. They're like, something is going to happen within the next week <laughs> or month or two and you're going to feel a shift. You're like, how do they know? I know. Like, there was an actual earthquake. What? (laughs) And so Erica is like, you're logical and you stick to the facts. Mm -hmm. Kyle, consistent consistency, and you like direct and being direct and honesty, and you like when people are treated fairly. You do not like when people are treated unfairly. And then Dorit's like, you read that right, and he read you right until he said fair. And I was like, what the hell, Dari? Like, she really are trying for a storyline. And then Denise is complicated. The Scorpio side that is hidden. You have the most to reveal. (gasps) And if someone breaks your trust inside, you will be calculated and hold it and take your time to even the score. Dun, dun, dun. What I love is Denise has this, like, this Elvis, like, snarl to her (laughs) now. And Mm -hmm. I'm loving, because every scene she's like, it's like when they said, like, Denise, are you ready? And she's like, mm-hmm. And she's got this snarl and this, this snarl totally smile where she's I just totally like. I know this girl. Like, and I'm, ooh, I'm, I don't think you should actually cross Denise. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. That, that's, it's a very powerful sign. Someone, someone DM'd us today and was like, you guys are Scorpio and Taurus. That is a great team. Air yeah. five. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay, keep going with, with the reads. Renna, every knows where they stand with you, and you can't hold back. I can't, can I? (laughs) Like, Denise is like, that's not the first time I've been told it's a complicated chart. It's like, well, yeah, okay. Garcelle is about having fun, but it can be dangerous if someone crosses you. Yeah. Dorit, it's all about how she feels. And when she gets upset, it's hard to reel her back in and just let the meltdown happen. You said you were going to freak the F out. You were going to flip <laughs> out. <laughs> Sutton, you're opinionated and take things personally when you're offended. Let the mouse go. <laughs> Teddy feels safety with a deep connection and included towards um, an earth energy. And Kyle happens to be an earth energy. <laughs> I love you, Kyle. <laughs> like the couples therapy thing. What? What was that? They Those girls had already talked about that. Like you girls went to couples therapy together. Yeah. One plus one equals two. And that's a couple. <laughs> and you went to therapy. So, you know. I just, I put them together. I was like, all right, Dorit, like, relax. I think it was more just like, it sounded more like they went to, they had anxiety and like, 
Yeah, like breathing stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like breathing. And then I'm like, so then they like start kind of getting into it, and finally Erica is like, "You are a guest in my house," and I was like, "Whoa." Well, because then Doree starts going up at Sutton again, and Sutton's like, zip it, Doree. Like, and then it was hilarious, because then, like, so... She didn't know she'd pull out a machete. Teddy, Kyle, and Doree are all just, like, fighting, and then, like, Garcelle, Erica, and, I mean, Garcelle, Denise, and and Renna are like, peace, this is boring now. First, Garcelle goes, you just see right through me. Like, you don't, like, you just glaze right over me. And I'm like, wait, where is this coming from? Because I actually don't think Kyle has. But I don't know, because... I think that Garcelle's, like, she's the leader of the pack. And she kind of, like, she is a little... She she has a Regina George in her. She's from Beverly Hills. She's been on this show forever. She's, she's the, the reigning OG. Now. She totally, and... I could I could imagine if I was at a party with Kyle, there would be a lot of people wanting to seek her approval. Like wanting wanting Kyle to like you. Yeah. And Garcelle doesn't that. really care if, if Neither Kyle does likes Denise. Her because they're confident in themselves. But it's like I, I Kyle could totally be a mean girl and she has her minions and she wow, has her this is coming from you you're such a Kyle I, defender I I think I think she loves her life I think she's happy I think she's confident and but she's like she I think she also herself, talks to her and she's just like okay like she's like I don't really need any more friends I feel like yeah I think going off of that like I think Kyle, like we said, she's, like, she's the OG, and so like when new girls come on, Kyle expects them to kind of like kiss the ring a little bit. And Absolutely, and like Garcelle isn't, and like Sutton is to Sutton is, which is why Sutton's getting a lot of defense from Kyle. I also think Kyle, I think Kyle, like the read was actually very true, where it was like Kyle when she sees something that's not fair, like if it doesn't have to do with her, we'll defend it, right? Like yeah, she's gonna do the right thing. Yeah, and so but like Garcelle's just like oh fuck this, like we're all gonna kowtow to Kyle, like absolutely love. Like I think Garcelle's tipping point was when Kyle had that dinner party and everyone was like. Welcome home, Kyle. And Garcelle's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I've been filming Coming to America. I've been trying to raise two boys as well. Like, this is, like, even when Denise was saying, like, I shot 10 episodes of Bold and the Beautiful. Like, why are we giving Kyle such a pass for being such a busy person when we're literally all doing the same thing, if not more? Right. And so, but yeah, so they just leave. Yeah, they're like deuces and then they talking so much shit in the car what she was wearing was what hideous. was Denise snacking on she didn't even wait for dinner they just peaced out she was just like Kyle always brings it back to her blah 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 they're they it was it was kind of fun because also you know Renna's gonna tell Kyle everything. every single thing they said in that car ride and she I think sat that middle seat like a pro oh. She's like, in this year and in this year. She's like in her purse and she's like, record, go. <laughs> she's taking notes in her phone. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I'm just texting someone. I'm just texting Harry Hamlin. Hideous Harry- outfit. Um, also, by the way, side note, Lisa Rinna is like hardcore promoting Harry Styles' watermelon sugar music video. And I don't get it. I won't watch that because I like watermelon and I don't want it to be ruined. No, don't worry. It's great. I loved it. But I commented on the photo. I was like, is Harry Styles the new Harry Hamlin? She's like, I love my Harrys. 
She oh, that's so cute. <laughs> but I was like, Rinna is such like like. Well, I feel like maybe she got prom. I feel like a lot of people got promoted to watch this new thing on Lifetime too. Yesterday. Okay. Maybe she's getting. Maybe she's getting, she's getting like kickback of some sort. But yeah, just like. They're like, hey, if you want to, we'll supply you with free watermelon for the rest of your life. She's like, I love it. (laughs) I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so back, so back to the dinner party. So then they're all like sitting there and they basically start going in on Kyle and Teddy being like, you guys share a bed and you do this. And it's like, they're best friends. And I think the reason why Kyle and both Kyle and Teddy didn't admit to being best friends is because I think that they knew that the women would also attack them for being best friends. I, why do people care? I don't get it. They can be best friends. There's always, everyone knows there, there's groups of friends and there's cliques in the groups of friends and that's okay. And sometimes that's how who life your is. best friend is might also not be best friends to you it's not like a it's not like a threesome where someone's always getting left out they're just a dynamic duo they're a couple okay they go to couples therapy (laughs) lay off them well i also thought when kyle was like why do you care like i love when kyle basically told dorit to f off i love that when she was like you're a fucking asshole you like fuck you why is this weird like leave us alone when she screamed at erica that was good that was my favorite i also was like Okay, I'm kind of on Kyle's side of this because Eric was like, actually, I have a ton of good friends. I consider you one of them. And all I thought was, if Kyle shouted that at you, she does not consider you a good friend. No, well, okay, I think we need to lay it up better because yeah. Kyle's like, fuck you, Dorit, and... She's like, why is it weird? And and then Erica's kind of coming after her. And she's like, you know why you're mad, Erica? Because you don't have any good girlfriends. And no, she didn't is, say it like that. She just she, asked. She said, she you don't it. have any good is friends. Is it because you don't have any good friends? That's what she said. Right. Like, And then she's like, you are out of line. I'm not even going to dignify your answer with, with like, or I'm not even going to dignify your question with an answer. Because I consider you. A good friend, which I'm like, ooh, that's like the disappointed mom. You but know? I, well, but I thought she was like calculated when she said that though, because I'm like, I don't actually think you think Kyle is a good friend. Come on, like you guys don't hang out outside of filming. Yeah, like no, which is kind of like always the bummer with these shows. I but and I think that, Teddy, once again, why Roni works. But I think Teddy and Kyle season. literally do hang out, and I'm just no, like, but that's it. And people keep being like, "Oh, well, Teddy's Kyle's henchman," and I'm like, "No, they like have a legit fifty-fifty friendship." I think Teddy is just like also very insecure in her place in the show, and Kyle is looking out for her. But I think that's because they're like legit best friends, and if they say that they're best friends, then you guys are going to jump on and be like, "See, I knew it. You're always, you're always bl- blindly defending Teddy. I fucking uh. and it's like." They're damned if they do, damned if they don't. It's not weird. Yeah, I'm okay with it. All right. Shall, shall we um, take a Go quick break? Go to the house? Yeah, let's take a quick break and then head over to New York. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, so give me your thoughts on 
New York. I love this Russian bathhouse. I want to go. I love being in like a type of different experience like this. I want to be hit by men with <laughs> branches. So 90 Day Fiance, um, one of the couple, one of the girls is from Russia. So he was in Russia. So they did this. So oh, like the, the hitting with the bush was not new to me. <laughs> Oh, but it was gosh. a missed opportunity to not show Luann in the bushes again. I, I Well, when she said about being in the bushes, I was like, well, we could do the flashback. I was like, where's the clip? No, none. Okay, <laughs> fine, fine. That's okay, fine. I was, like, annoyed of, like, Tinsley, this is when she does annoy me. It's like, just embrace the experience. Like, this is for filming. It's going to be super silly. Take off, put on the swimsuit, put on the robe, put on the hat. Have fun. This is an experience. Like, it's maybe not your Four Seasons spa experience, but just enjoy it. So I'm still Team Tinsley on this, but I agree. I'm like, Tinsley, when you do things like this, though, all you're doing is giving ammunition to the other girls. So it's like you have to accept the role of taking everything on right now, because if you don't do that, they're literally just going to keep coming after you. But I love that Leah is defending Tinsley in such a good way. Like really, Tin, uh, uh, Leah is very much the voice of reason. She really put hit the nail on the head when she's like, um, Dorinda's mad at you because she's jealous of you because you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. <laughs> and I just but I thought that it was like very and, you know, it's kind of funny because everyone everyone basically says because Tinsley has a high voice when she goes into her high voice like, ugh. She's the worst. It's like, but that's her voice. Just like, these are our voices. But she really is stunted emotionally. And I think that women just, they really don't, res- they don't respect her because she has had a silver spoon and hasn't had any. Well, she has so- had some hardship. She has been divorced. She was in a really abusive relationship, domestic violence, arrested. Mm-hmm. But it's like, she, she's talked, she jokes about her mugshot, but she never like. Well, I guess she went into those dark when she first started, and she was drinking She's, a lot. In those she was dark recovering, seasons. like coming back yeah. from that. I think yeah. what it is too is like I think you brought up a good point last week, as you said it's because um, they're all mothers, and so they look at Tinsley like where she's very selfish because she actually she's the thing that she cares for is her dogs, right? So they're like, well, and being selfish—that's all Dorinda wants to be right now. Selfish. Well, which. She can't be. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you. Like, I think it's just like so. They're like they can't respect her because she hasn't had to basically be selfless for somebody else. And I think it is 100 percent total jealousy. But be, instead of being jealous, the other women just don't respect her. Yeah. But like, it's like I thought Sonia was kind of out of line this episode. It's just uh... well, Sonia, we got to see was throwing up. Then the girls like hand it to her at the when they go to Ramona's trainer, and Ramona's like, "I I look so good, like this woman's transformed my body." Nah, and they're like basically like Sonia, you were out of control. Which Dorinda, seriously, like at, lack of self awareness on Dorinda this season is insane. I thought this episode was very interesting because Dorinda goes to this life coach and she's like really admitting I'm angry and this is and she's throwing it out there on the line. She's like, I'm angry because I never grieved Richard. I met John too fast. I had to throw away all this, you know, I had to throw away these pods. Everything went under and really she's pretending like she's mourning Richard right now. 
Are you, like, writing something? Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just writing myself a note. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well, so here's what I don't like about these life coaches is, like, a life coach, I, I understand, like, the purpose of, right? Sometimes you have to vent to a life coach, and a life coach is really, like, maybe, like, helping you, like, try to steer you right. But it's also, like, you don't have a doctorate. Like, when she was, when the door said, like, doctor, blah, 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 I was like, oh, thank God, she's going to Dr. Amador, Bethany's, like, therapist. And then it was, like, a life coach, and I'm like, it's interesting that she won't go to a therapist, but she'll go to a life coach. Like, I think in Dorinda's head, she thinks a life coach is okay, but therapy's not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I guess like I, I guess I don't care if it's a life coach or a therapist. And I just if, if you're just going to someone to talk to. Yeah, I just think that it's you know I, I just think she needs people therapy. Give good at, good advice, and they don't even have a license. Are you speaking from experience as the good advice giver? <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. It's like Dorinda is just so angry, and you're right. Like she's mourning Richard, but it's like okay, you've been with John for seven years. Like, yes, Richard passed away. And I it, it, I didn't realize this was, like, the week of Richard's passing kind of thing, right? We found that out at the end. But it's, like, it's just because these bad things happen to you doesn't give you the excuse to be an asshole. And this is such... Yeah, but she has already set up the excuse, which I think is very funny. But I think what it is is, like, this is such a Vanderpump Rules way of thinking. Is like, when someone's the center of attention, like, oh, it's their wedding. Oh, they are going through this thing. Like, they unabashedly will defend this person, right? Like, oh, okay, this happened. So, like, you should support me because of this. And usually, like, the girls do, right? Like, Brittany is a Brittany's a bridezilla and Jax is a groomzilla. But we're going to support them because it's their wedding. And Dorinda, at the end, when she was like, you should, you know this is a bad week for me. You should be supporting me and not going after me and not trying to, like, give it to me real. I was like, this, she wants the van. Vanderpump effect, like where her friends just blindly defend her, even though Dor- her behavior is horrible. Dorinda, compl- I completely believed everything that Dorinda said. I felt conned because I was like, I felt I had empathy for Dorinda at the end of this episode. I was like, I, I oh, like, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't even, I can't, I, I can't. Are you okay? She got a pass. <laughs> she got a pass for me. I, I feel I, bad no, you for can't. Her. Just because you're grieving doesn't give you the excuse to be an asshole. Like, I just think, like, there's a difference. I love Dorinda. Wow. I know. It's, I'm blind. I'm blind. After all the shit that she gave Sonia for, like, mourning her wedding or her marriage and, like, wearing the family crest and the morning letters. And now she's like, Richard didn't know my boobs were fake. Oh, I'm grieving. Oh, I have to do this. And it's like, it would be so different if we saw Dorinda say, hey, Sonia, like if she was self-aware, Sonia, I'm so sorry I gave you such a hard time. Like now that I'm grieving, I'm finally like, and maybe she did because Sonia's a blind defender for Dorinda too. So like maybe she did say something, but it just to me seems like very like, we're just excusing Dorinda's behavior because she's grieving. I think Ramona's done a very good job this oh, season. I, and she's knew? like, you know what? She's like, you have a pattern. And I'm just going to say this, and I come from a loving place. I adore you, but you go go below the belt. And then right away, I Dorinda spins it. Well, you do it, too. She's trying to turn it around. Like, you're, like, talking about John texting women. And then and then they, like, turn it around on her and, and how Dorinda's talking about mugshots. And they're really – it's so funny because all these women are so much the same. Like – Sonia and Dorinda have this connection of like they're mourning these losses. Like Sonia's mourning the loss of her marriage that she got divorced from. Richard then 
the other Richard situation. Then you have Ramona with the Mario situation. Like, they all have something to mourn. Like, this long marriage is a loving... The, the Count, Tom D'Agostino. I, yeah, and then they all kind of have drinking problems. <laughs> then they're all single. They're all, they're all women in their 60s, 50s and 60s, minus uh, Tinsley and uh, Leah. Leah. But yeah, they're very much like living these like very similar lives. I just thought Ramona... like. I thought Ramona came from such a good place, like you said, and was just was like, hey, look, like taking a step back, this is what you do. And instead, and I mean, when Luann and Ramona are the voice of reason, it is like, I mean, <laughs> when you're talking to a woman that's saying, girls, you got to take care of this area in between your boobs, rub them really well. The sun damage, get, my mother never told me this. She's, I thought it was hilarious when the bathhouse was trying to take their jewelry and then Ramona, Tinsley's like, no, I'm keeping these on because you guys are going to steal it. And Ramona's like, that's Cartier. Yeah, keep it. Like, I was like, what's going on? I was like, I honestly wondered at the end if they didn't get back their jewelry. <laughs> Well, Tinsley did because she, again, didn't take it off. But yeah. it just was like, Dorinda just doesn't. And then, and I thought Leah came from a good place too. And Leah was like, I feel a connection with you. And Dorinda's like, I feel it too. And she's like, you know, I went home. I cried after the orchard trip. It was like probably from being drunk too. But like, you know, it was like that was just a lot that happened. And it's like, why can't we just like move past it? And it's like, Again, Tinsley is the teddy. It's low-hanging fruit, Dorinda. Like, move on from it. Like, your anger is so... It's just... I I don't know why you have empathy. Like, I mean, I get why you have empathy, but I just can't because I thought, like, she just keeps coming in hot, and it's like... I'm, I'm also... Sorry. I'm concerned. Is our cast trip to Newport, Rhode Island? That's it? No. That's... No, I, it's like, remember when they go to, like, Atlantic City... Maybe this is because they can't go to Bluestone Manor. They're going to Newport because they usually go to Berserkshires. But her oh, house okay. is flooded. So that's what I'm going to say for this. I feel like they went to Mexico again. We need to. I, I, I don't Oh, my God. The, the fear. on. First off, I can only see your nose down. But the fear uh-huh. from that in your mouth I, right now is. I, I, I don't think we go to Mexico. Um, I, can you check, please? I just. <laughs> I'm very concerned that our. Cast trip is cheap, and we're only going to Newport, Rhode Island, which is a very cute, charming I, town. I've been there. I love it's lovely. Newport. The Breakers. Did you go yes, there? Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll keep you keep talking while I'm looking this up. Okay, so let's talk about the bush machads and being attacked by a tree. It was kind of like a car wash. Ramona said it was a little sensual. Sonia was thinking about getting into S and M. Tinsley just won't do it. <laughs> And Dorinda gets a face down foot rub, and that's how Hannah was born. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I thought, I hate when the girls are like, I don't come downtown. Like, there's the thing, birth certificates, death certificates, marriage certificates, jail, and Louis is like parole for me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, like I love the snobby, but also like, come on. Well, it's so funny because, like, Sonia's like, oh, the graffiti and stuff. I'm like, Sonia, you're trash most of the time. Like, you literally barfed on the way home. You have definitely slept with people that have tattoos. Like, you have bunny art in your Also, house. like, come on. Your your brownstone was literally falling apart. Right. Don't like, be better. Don't be better. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of interesting. Leah's dating a pita chip guy that's apparently really ugly. She only dates <laughs> ugly men. Um, and she texted him a naked picture of herself putting the pita chips on her privates. 
Um, and then do you he think they, the, do you think the wings were vi- were visible though? Yes. Okay. And he texted her back with the same photo because he was sharing it with his friends, and that's why, ladies and gentlemen, you do not put your face in it. Oh. <laughs> I wonder, I think we do get to meet, we got to meet Leah's sister. I hear we do get to meet her mom, who's also a therapist. So I think that just is like telling of her. I'm just sorry. I've been going through Ramona's Instagram. Just that's like the one that I feel like she'd definitely be posting. And it, oh, it looks like she's in Amsterdam. Oh, but with Avery. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Do we not go anywhere? I swear. Love being in warm weather. Always fun with Sonia. Okay, where are we? Where are we? Um, I don't. Okay. If I don't get a bathing suit because they're it's too cold when they go to Newport, Rhode Island. They have to be going somewhere. Okay, I'm hopeful. Maybe just like Florida. Okay. No, we don't need them in Miami again. Can you believe it, girls? (laughs) I'm on the poster. Ramona is a matchmaker of women friends. It's cocktails and conversations. She's walking around in her lingerie. There's no condoms in her night drawer, but there's another thing. Another thing. What's the thing? A Dildo. I know. Oh, yeah, same thing. Yeah, I was like, okay. Nice. And she's like, this one man I dated in the fall needed three condoms in one night. And all the women were like shocked. They're like, three condoms in one night? Like, I also, should bet you. Also, still don't need a lease. Also, Ramona is definitely fucking 25-year-olds. We saw it. She knew that guy mm-hmm. at that Brian slide or place. Robert yeah. or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, and then it was hilarious when Sonia brought Ramona the dress. She's like, um, Ramona, it's the large because we couldn't zip up the other version. Because you're fat. And I So I was like... I was like, why is Sonia like being so mean to her about, hey, Ramona, it's a large. I'm like not a size person. I'm like, I get whatever size fits you and looks good on you and feels good on you. Mm-hmm. And she just keeps on screaming, Ramona, I brought you the large. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? But it was because Sonia felt fat shamed by Ramona at the spa because Ramona basically says, Sonia, you better lose 10 pounds. You're a really pretty girl, but that 10 pounds doesn't look good on you. And so Dorinda was talking her off the ledge the night before because of the fat shaming. Yeah. Sorry. I've been trying to find if they're on the trip and I don't see anything. I'm worried. I'm worried. Um, I, I, I feel like this is the trip. God, I really hope not. No, they have to go somewhere warm. Come on. They can't do that to us. Cartagena is dead. <laughs> They'll never go back there. Um, that was 17 diarrheas ago. <laughs> <laughs> it just was like funny because it was like, okay, Ramona, since I feel like since we can remember her, when Ramona's like doing her drinking, she gets that little pooch there. Yes. You know, and believe me. I have a pooch. I am not fat shaming anybody. But it was like just so funny because she's like, you know, Sonia. And now honestly, though, Sonia doesn't look her best. She got work done and it hasn't settled. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think she kind of ate and drank through the season. So it kind of just like go. I think she looks good in real time now. She's been in Palm Desert. Right. Probably at rehab, detox center, wellness center, wellness center, wellness Wellness, center. Yeah. 
And uh, I just, but it was like, I actually think that Ramona is a really good connector. Like, I know that we call her a social climber and stuff, but I think, like, I can always remember, remember in the beginning seasons, Ramona would have her birthday and she'd have like 60 plus women. Yeah, she'd have like 60 plus women at her birthday. So she has like a lot of girlfriends. And so I thought when Dorinda was like, I thought she was a good connector to like bring people together. And I bet she was also like, hey, do you guys want to be on TV? Like, I, you know, there's part of that. But I thought when Dorinda was like trying to say to her, like I thought Dorinda was so mean to the of the things that she said, like where she just was like, "You think you're better than all of us?" Like all the like no, that started with a Russian saying, and I'm not sure how no, to say it. No, it's German. Schadenfreude. Shade of Schadenfreude. It's S E. Yes, I. Is it's like you don't wish someone ill. But if something bad happens, you get pleasure from it, which I actually think is very Ramona. I don't think so at all, actually. I no, think, but I think Dorinda made the good point. Like, you want us all to do well, but you want to do the best. And like, but even realistically, like, though, isn't that kind of everybody? Like, I want all the success for my friends, but like, I also want myself to be super successful. And I'm so happy when my friends, good things happen to them. But like, I would also love for the best things to happen to me. No, I, I, I think, yeah, of course, everyone has a little bit of that in them. But I don't think I think Ramona is such a girl's girl. Like you don't support other women. She yelled at Bethany. Like I think Ramona, yes, while she's a social climber, I think she really does for her good girlfriends want the best for them and like want their success. But I don't think it doesn't mean she doesn't want that for herself too. Of course, I I agreed. I like agree with no Dorinda. Yeah, and we know you're a Dorinda. Do well, you're the Dorinda do, defender. Don't be. Don't do better than me. And you like people's misfortune misfortune i don't think that at all though i think dorinda was just you trying don't to hit think she the got b- happy like when bethany doesn't isn't successful N- no i actually don't think that oh i do i think she actually was like mad when sonia did tipsy girl i think i think that bethany i think ramona might be jealous of the of all the success she got from the show but i also think like I think she wants Bethany to do well. I don't think, I, I really don't think that, I, I think Ramona is like, a mon- again, a monster, but I really think she's a girl's girl. And I think she really will give it to you straight. And she probably tells you things you never want to hear. And I yeah, thought, she'd be scary. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, I just don't think, I, I really don't think she's like a bad person in the sense of wanting people to fail. Hmm. Not we can at agree least, yeah. I to mean, disagree. Well, maybe that's a poll question. <laughs> Um, but then, but then, it, yeah, it was, it was later. She's like, then I was confused. Like, Maroon was like, I'm sorry Richard died tomorrow. I'm sorry your anniversary is coming up. I'm sorry you're unhappy. And then, and then, like, Sonia and Dorinda walk out. Well, and Elise no, is, Ramona basically says, like, why don't you leave? Right. And Dorinda's like, oh, I would be honored to be kicked out. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, it's just, I thought, Ramo, like, I thought Ramona was, like, a little harsh when she's like, I'm sorry Richard died tomorrow, like, where it's, right. like, throwing it weird. out. But yeah. I also think she was kind of, like, trying to point out, like, this is why you're saying these things to me is because this is what tomorrow is. And, like, you're grieving and that's fine, but, like, you're actually saying really rude things to me because of this. So I'm throwing this out there of, like, just as a recognition of this is why you're doing it. Right. 
So then Elise runs after them, and then everyone's crying in the hallway, and she's like, I just broke up. I'm weak. And then Dorinda says in her confessional that she was slightly depressed. And I just feel like I do think Dorinda is super calculated seeing the life coach saying she's depressed, like she's excusing her behavior on camera. And you're defending it. I like her and I have empathy. I mean, I think like, but I think when she really did say like, I need you, I need you. And that's why I'm like, that's why I think Ramona is a really good friend. She's like, I need you. Like, let's be alone together. Like, no, I have really good sushi. Like, I really think that she considers Ramona a good friend. And that's why I'm like, I don't think Ramona wants her friends to do poorly. Like, I think when, you know, when Jill's husband died, when Bobby died, like Ramona was calling Jill all the time. Like she is. Yeah. You know, that's fine. You can be Team Dorinda. And then Elise is like, these three would make Mother Teresa drink. I don't know whose accent that was. I think that was your New Jersey accent uh, there. uh, Elise Elise is just like, she she says these like kind of interesting things and provokes conversation, but we still don't know who Elise is. And honestly, I don't want to know her. Well, we're not going to, so don't worry about it. I don't care. Honestly, I was like, after this episode, I was like, I want to know more about Leah's sister. Well, maybe we will. Mm-hmm. Anything now, else you need to share? Well, let me go into about a diatribe of 30 minutes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I'm, I think we've said everything. Um, I, yeah, have everybody have a great long weekend. Hopefully you get a long weekend. If you don't, I'm sorry, but take time for yourself. Take a bubble bath. But Read a book. I, I was like, for some reason, I was just going to plug Tamara's. CBD salts, but don't buy those ones, guys. Absolutely, just get not. your own. What? Get your own. <laughs> but that's what um, just came to my mind, though, because that Andy, means we have to go. Yeah, we gotta go. Okay, love you all. Bye. Bye.